0: Best friends and introverts, welcome back to the You're So Quiet podcast, or welcome if you're joining us for the very first time. Today we are going to be talking about the decision to be child-free. Now, before I have anyone in my DMs thinking I'm trying to decide for them what they should do if they have kids, I am not. I've personally decided to be child-free and so has my husband. Anyway, I have a special treat for you all today, and that is our very first guest, if you are in the tech community, you might know him as the man in the black shirt, but I just know him as my husband and my best friend. So, without further ado, let me welcome Donovan Brown to the podcast.
1: Ah, thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for coming. Sure. Of course. Come into the closet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anything I can do to support.
0: I appreciate it. So, on the show, before I really get going, I like to do a couple things I like to do a mental health check, and I like to talk about the book, TV show, or movie of the week. But since you're a guest, I'm also going to ask one thing first. Mm. Do you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert?
1: (laughs) I I think I'm more extroverted, but I am perfectly okay not being around people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Understood. I think that would almost make you more of an introvert because you don't really get charged up by those interactions.
1: When I'm at a conference and people are taking pictures and and things like that, it's exciting. Mm. But I'm also just thinking about being in the hotel room and not being in that environment too so i could i could take it or leave it as quarantine has proven i don't miss it as much as i thought i would um but there's a part of me that's wanting at least one more time on stage so i can enjoy it
0: cool well i'm sure you'll get that coming up here shortly we'll not spoil it but it's coming (laughs) okay so mental health rating one to five one being absolutely horrible could not be worse five being could not be better
1: I'd probably say I'm a three right now. There's a lot going on at work. Mm. Uh, I've been keeping really late hours. Mm. Um, And just, it can be frustrating sometimes um, being an engineer. And it it doesn't work until it does. Mm. And that that period of time where it's not working is very, very long. (laughs) Uh, And today I thought I'd gotten it working. And then through further testing realized I hadn't. So I kind of feel like I took a couple steps back. So um, looking forward to finishing the week strong, though.
0: Sure. I think for me, I'm not a three, not that bad. I'm a four because I've been still staying on my exercise grind and that makes me feel better. But I'm incredibly stressed out. (laughs) I have way too much stuff to do this week. I don't know. I don't know what my problem is, but I did say no to something today. Someone wanted me to review something for them. And I just said, I flat out do not have time. Check back (laughs) next week. (laughs) So I'm at a four. Honestly, not bad either from both of us, kind of middle of the road. So next, TV show, book, movie of the week.
1: It has to be uh, Drive to Survive on Netflix season four. Uh, Yeah, I won't spoil it for anyone. Um, You don't even have to be into cars to watch this show. You don't have to be into Formula One to watch this show. Uh, But that ending, man, uh, we're now F1 people. We watched it last week. I'm looking forward to watching it again this week uh, and picking up from what happened last season, which was just unbelievable.
0: Yeah. I never thought I would be, like, a Formula One person. (laughs) Like, that just seems uh, bizarre. It seems bizarre. I'm not, like, into cars. I like, like, we go to autocross and stuff. I like the drive, and that's fun. But I'm just, like... I'm a Formula One person now. I'm getting up <laughs> for the races. I'm like, ooh, qualifying is tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm getting all the notifications from the app. I don't know.
1: And you know, the drivers and the teams yeah. and even the principals who run the teams. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think that would be me either. And I love cars. But watching other people race has never been my thing. I'd rather be on the track myself. Mm. But, again, it's just so well done. Uh, it just makes it very exciting.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a great show. And if anyone knows you, they know you're obsessed with the BMW. So knowing that you're kind of rooting for a Mercedes, (laughs) super weird.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man, Lewis Hamilton, he's, he's the greatest there's ever been. And I Mm -hmm. love a dynasty. I'm, I'm, I'm unlike a lot of people who always want to root for the underdog. I'm like, no, I want to root for the champion. I want to root for that person who's just the best at what they do and just marvel and, and be in awe of a team that can win consistently, a driver who can win consistently that to me is something to, to behold and to, to just, just enjoy. I don't often root for the underdog. I, I root for the person who's put in the work that makes them that dynasty. That that makes them that good. Mm. I try to do that for myself. So I think I see that in others, and I and I'm, I applaud that. I'm like, wow, it's amazing that he's been this good for this long. Mm. And again, I don't want to spo- no spoilers, but yeah, it's just uh, seeing what it took last year to end the way that it did.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: like it yeah it was impressive
0: it was intense so that's also my tv show for the week because that show we watched it in what two days yeah it was, it was incredible and it made me a formula one person so <laughs> <laughs> if anything can give me a new hobby i will i will say it's a good thing so if you have not seen drive to survive on netflix highly highly recommend even if you're like eh, i don't really like cars it is drama if you like drama if you like exciting shows heart pounding that is a show for you.
1: And start from season one. Yes, Just start from the beginning because yes. that first season will hook you and it's the best TV we watch every year.
0: Mm-hmm. I look forward to it every year for sure. So in anticipation of this episode on the Instagram page with if you're not following, it's at your So quiet pod, YOUre So quiet Pod. I asked a couple questions about having kids or not having kids. So I found that of my followers at least, 29% have kids, 71% do not have kids, and 31% want kids, 69% do not want kids. And I also asked like the reasons you wanna have children or not want children. So I'm just, you know, I'm curious. And as always, all of your answers are completely anonymous. I will never share who you are because that's just not my jam. So the reasons for having kids are anything from like starting a family to wanting a mini me, And the reasons for not wanting kids range from not wanting to burden an overpopulated world to knowing they would not progress personally. So that leads me to what made you decide that not having kids was for you.
1: I think it was the realization that it's my life Hmm. because there's a lot of societal pressures to have children. There's always people coming around saying, man, you'd make a great father or they look at your level of success and think, man, we need more people like you. Like we need you to raise kids. And I'm thinking, no, Um, part of the reason that I'm as successful as I am is because I've been able to devote so much time to my craft because I don't have additional responsibilities. So it's, it's a decision that I made to get to where I am and having kids. I would not be where I am right now because for some of the reasons that you just mentioned, right there, there's such a responsibility in so many different ways, emotionally, with your time, with your money, that all your decisions change. Just like when we got married, all my decisions changed because I wasn't making decisions just for myself, I was making decisions for the two of us. And then when you add children in there, it, to me it just like, man, I, I I, don't know what I don't know. But I've made these decisions and I believe that I look around at people with children and I just ask myself a very simple question, like would you trade places with those people? And I've never had that answer come back Is yes. I look at the freedom that I have I from what I do with our money, how often we can take off. Um, there's nothing holding us back from living whatever life we want to live. And for some people, that life that they see has children in it, and that's perfectly okay. But your definition of a happy life and success is not my definition. My parents' definition of happy and success is not my definition. And at one point, I remember I woke up and said, this is my life, so I don't have to live my life based on the definition of success or happiness imposed upon me by my surroundings and and the society that I live in. I think I just became instantly happier, uh, started making decisions for what I wanted to do for a living, what I did and didn't want to have as part of my life, people I wanted to have or not have in my life. And, And children is a big deal, and it's not something to be taken lightly. And I think too many people do and the responsibility of having children is immense. I just I just don't... <laughs> I see a lot of people doing it poorly. I see a lot of kids who are damaged forever. And when you talk to them, it's always about something that their parents did. And I just didn't... That's just something I just didn't want to run towards.
0: So this... Was it. there a point in your life where you believed that you were heading along the path, like you were going to get married and you were going to have kids, and you were going to do the whole thing, and then you made that decision?
1: No, I don't think I ever wanted kids. Um, I wanted a little brother. but um, <laughs> I wanted my parents to give me a little brother at one point. But I never wanted kids. And that actually ended one of my previous relationships. Because going in, she knew I didn't want to have kids. I don't know if she hoped one day I would change my mind. Because you hear that a lot when, depending on your age, oh, you'll change your mind. Well, I never did. And then eventually she had to come to the realization that if I want kids, this isn't the person for me to be with so i don't remember that point where it's like oh man i want the white picket fence and the two and a half kids and the dog i don't ever remember seeing that i wanted to collect cars (laughs) i wanted to travel the world and luckily i've been able to do both of those things and they say, oh but you're missing out on on this amazing experience that is children and maybe i'm a pessimist but whenever i see people with children I see them screaming, I see them yelling, I see them trying to get them to be quiet on an airplane and all the anxiety it is to bring a child on an airplane. And I try to be the nicest person you sit next to with a child, but you just know no one on that plane wants to hear your child and it's just unfair and it's just stressful. And I just, I see all that stuff. And you hear the horror stories and your your daughter gets pregnant or your son gets someone pregnant or they come, you get the phone call in the middle of the night. It's like To me, all I see is the negative side of having children. Mm. Right. I don't see the positive side. And I just can't see, think that the positive side would outweigh the negative because you don't get one without the other.
0: Right. So I I relate to everything that you just said. I have never, not one time in my life, thought that I was going to have kids, ever. When I was like four or five we were playing house, I had a dog. <laughs> I didn't have the baby doll. I was never like, oh man, I can't wait. And as a woman, I'm told all the time, that you're going to change your mind for sure. Your biological clock is going to start ticking and you'll never know true love until you have a child, which I think is a crazy thing to say because for, in my opinion, just having a child just to experience true love is very, very selfish because as you said, it's a huge responsibility. That for me was never, it was never the thing. So for you, when you're talking to people when you were younger, they told you that, oh, you're going to change your mind as you get older. And now that you're in your 40s, do you still get that same rhetoric given to you?
1: No, I think my parents eventually got the hint that I just wasn't going to, this wasn't for me, <laughs> uh, but they, I'm sure they're disappointed too, because mm. I mean, I have an amazing relationship with my parents and I'm sure having a grandchild from me would have been exciting, but it's not their life. Mm. And that's what I have to keep reminding myself. It's my life. And I get to make the decisions on what I take on as a responsibility or not. And I have to live with the child. I have to be there at 3 o'clock in the morning uh, when they wake up and they're teething or they're sick or they have to be run to an emergency room. And I'm speaking from experience because I was that kid. Mm. right? I remember my father having to take me to the emergency room at 3 o'clock in the morning because I had a bone stuck in my throat from, from fish that we had earlier. And all the doctor did is hand me a cup of water and said, swallow really hard. (laughs) And next thing I know, my dad's up till crazy hours of the night because his son didn't swallow hard enough. And it's just those little things of just uh, just doesn't doesn't uh, appeal to me. Now, that true love thing. I've heard that story as well. And I can't imagine. I'm sure it's unbelievable to grow someone inside of you and then see that miracle. I believe it. I believe that's probably true. Mm. But just because it is doesn't mean that I want that, right? (laughs) Because people jump out of airplanes and Mm -hmm. they talk about how amazing that feeling is. Doesn't mean I want to jump out of an airplane. I drive, I race cars very fast and it's extremely frightening for people. Not everybody wants that experience either, but it's amazing to me. So just because it's an amazing experience for you doesn't mean you have to force that amazing experience on other people. Because for me, it might not be an amazing experience. Women go through postpartum. Mm -hmm. I mean, th- there's a lot of things that can go wrong, not to mention the what it could do to you physically. Uh,
0: right.
1: uh, I mean, it's just they make it sound like this, this is utopia, like the American dream, like it's going to be all perfect and it's not all perfect.
0: Why do you think that why do you think people place their own experience on you? I don't know,
1: but I think I think we do that a lot,
0: hmm.
1: um, not just with children. Right. When you're talking, to, oh, you love it you, you, don't, you, you don't should know, do this right, right? Like, you don't know that they would love that you don't know just because you enjoyed it they're going to enjoy it i mm. love spicy food but it doesn't mean everyone likes spicy food and they should right. be eating thai food at, as hot as we do so and i think that applies to everything mm. including owning a home having children the career you select i don't know why people do that but i can't repeat this enough it is your life and don't let other people make decisions for your life because you're the one who has to live with those consequences. And that's what I... have Again, when that light bulb went on in my head that I didn't have to do what everyone in society was telling me to do, I didn't have to live my life by the rules set out by others, the path that I take could be my path unique to me and not a path I saw someone else take or someone who came before me. Ah, it was the most freeing moment.
0: Yeah, and I think that just my personal opinion, not a reflection on anyone, not a reflection on you if you're listening. Um, but for me, I feel like sometimes people maybe have regrets about where their life has ended up mm. and maybe don't want to be alone in that. So they, I, I know that I've had friends tell me, oh, well, you should have kids, you guys would have beautiful babies mm-hmm. and I'm just like the whole thing. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't want it, but like I see that you have kids. So why do you want me to have kids? Because I see you and your child. Your child is screaming their head off. Not That doesn't look good for me. Yeah. That, that doesn't excite me. So I feel, I don't know if it's like they regret their decision or maybe they want to feel like some kind of solidarity in their decision and feel some companionship with you. Because as someone without kids, my life is like we spent years traveling. Mm. Like we were gone all the time. <laughs> I barely slept in my own bed, and we could not have done that if we had kids.
1: No, yeah, it would it would have been irresponsible to do that if we had kids. Fair, so fair. So we wouldn't have done that. And I don't look back on my life and, and feel any oh man that would have been more fun to experience with the child. Like no, pushing a stroller through Disney World for a child who's not going to remember this, and now I can't ride all the rides mm-hmm. does not look like fun to me. Yeah. Because I'm riding all the rides till I get sick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Agreed. And it's just, I don't know. It's just like a, not a life that I've seen for myself or for us. Like what I see with our dynamic, I don't even know if I see another dog. Honest (laughs) to goodness. I love dogs. And we saw that this breeder, a Doberman breeder near us is having puppies in April, but still I'm just like, I like where we are Mm. and why do I want to bring this whole other thing into it? Not, not to mention that I have, depression. I have major mm-hmm. depressive disorder. And a lot of times for people with with my condition, it gets a lot worse mm-hmm. during pregnancy or after pregnancy. And I've also I've already experienced suicidal thoughts. Like I'm, I'm good. I don't want to have suicidal thoughts and have that that guilt in addition to the guilt that I would feel about taking myself away from you or taking myself mm-hmm. away from my friends and my family and whatever. So just it maybe for me, it's just a lot of fear. And that's why I don't want to do it. But I feel like that's a perfectly valid reason. I don't think that I need to try it to know that I don't want to do it because you can't test it.
1: Yeah, this is there's no going back. You can't compromise or or try this closest you can do is hang out with your nephews and nieces. And as much as I (laughs) love my nephews and nieces, the coolest part was I got to go to sleep and it was quiet in my house. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. When they were all hopped up on sugar and and didn't want to go to sleep. And, and I'm I'm sure there's people who just love that. They need that, that energy in their home. And that's fantastic. And everyone doesn't need to be like us for sure. Mm -hmm. But I just would appreciate people just (laughs) going ahead and accepting the fact that not everyone wants to have children.
0: Yeah. It's just that simple. And I've also struggled even going to the doctor. So Mm -hmm. after my IUD failed. I went to the doctor to get a different kind of birth control because clearly the IUD not working for me. And I was on this pill and it made me bleed so heavily you had to take me to the emergency room. And I was just like, all right, so this isn't working. I went to the doctor and historically this is a doctor that always listens to me. He's a great gynecologist. And I came in, he's like, so are you looking for more birth control? I'm like, I'm looking for permanent birth control. I'm looking for if I can be sterilized he said I'm not going to do that to you like what do you mean he says you might change your mind and it's it's not reversible he I said I, I know it's not reversible <laughs> that's the point so that was it's just always been a non-starter not even just with this particular gynecologist with every doctor I've ever spoken to because I have never wanted kids and I frankly do not like being on birth control right. it does not feel good uh, it makes my moods worse. It makes my skin worse. It's, I mean, it water retention, sex drive, like you name it, it affects it. And I'm over it. And because of that, and because we are so adamant and confident that we do not want to have children at any point, you ended up getting a vasectomy. Yeah. So tell us kind of what it was like seeking the vasectomy, talking to the doctor, and even just the procedure.
1: Talking to the doctor, he made it sound very routine. It's like, ah, it's it's general, you come in, I'll have you out of here in 10 minutes, he said. Then it ended up only being like 30 minutes, like total actual time when we actually did it. So I wasn't really nervous about that, but just someone cutting and and working on that area is obviously, no matter how routine they make it sound, it kind of keeps you up at night. Mm-hmm. So I was a little, I wasn't in a hurry to get to it, <laughs> right? Uh, but... I don't think I quite understood how the pills were affecting you.
0: Mm.
1: And then actually, I think it was after I had it where I finally kind of got the understanding of how bad they are for you. I kind of wish I would have known sooner
0: because
1: mm. we, I would have done this sooner. Interesting. Um, but now that I understand, I'm glad I have it. I'm glad I got it done. The procedure was more painful than I expected it to be. Mm. And we went, And we went to paid the extra for the gas that's supposed to make things better. I was on the gas. I came off that table at least twice in pain uh, when they were getting started because they're obviously, it's like getting numbed at the dentist, right? They're taking some needles and putting them places they're not supposed to go to try to get you ready so they can cut you open. And those first few shots, I literally came off the table and they had to like reposition me on the table. It hurt so bad. But once they got going... Then it's it's no problem, right? You can feel pressure, you can hear him with his with his scissors, or you can you know he's doing something, but you're not feeling anything at that point. And I'm still on the gas. I don't know the gas really helped. I was hoping the gas would make the first few shots not so painful. So if I were to do it again, I'd probably save the hundreds of dollars we paid for that. Uh, and then afterwards, there was more blood than I expected. That was concerning for me. How long I bled. Uh, it was like, what, two or three days?
0: A couple days. Yeah,
1: and it was just more than I expected to mm. bleed. Um, and it's obviously uncomfortable, but it's a small price to pay for you not having to be on the pill and hopefully having no more scares, no more issues, right? We can mm. we we'll, we'll, we know that we're going to be protected and safe. So would I do it again? Absolutely. I, I would have done it sooner. But, yeah, it, it wasn't uh, – it was routine but it was far more painful than i expected it to be
0: gotcha it kind of reminds me of my first cavity filling Mm. i'd never had a cavity before and the first one i got was between teeth so it was Mm. two and they're putting the shot in the back of your jaw and they're like oh it's just going to be pressure keep your mouth wide and i oh my gosh i had like a tear streaming down my face it was awful times 10 yeah no thank you times
1: 10 when it's A part that's never supposed to be stuck with a (laughs) Uh, but yeah I don't right now I mean I feel almost back to 100% but yeah no regrets at all
0: so if there's any anyone listening particularly women listening who are on birth control and want to get off of it who have decided with their partner that they want to be child free how do you think that they could go about bringing up a vasectomy with their partner
1: how did what it happened to us I don't remember how we had that discussion. I think it was the options. Mine was much easier. I, th- I actually think when we went to the urologist, he kind of said that to, me, to us as well. Mm-hmm. He was like, well, man, doing for you is much simpler, much safer. Yes. It's like outpatient. You could drive yourself home after where you are going to have to have serious surgery. Mm-hmm. And mine, I believe, technically is reversible should yes. we ever decide that, you know what? I made a mistake. I want to go back. I don't know if I'm willing to take two shots uh, <laughs> down there to, to have kids again, that's for sure. But, uh, but it's just, again, it's it, he made it feel so routine and so common that it, it's like, yeah, let's just do it. Uh, but how would you bring it up? Um, I just think that knowing that it was much easier for me because I didn't really know what a vasectomy involved. Mm. Right, I knew what it did. I knew what the end result was. I wasn't going to be able to impregnate anyone anymore but I didn't know if it was serious surgery or not mm-hmm. so I think having the doctor reassure me oh I've done thousands of these uh, 30 minutes and you're out of here and I also was able to speak to some friends of mine that had had them mm-hmm. and they're like no regrets uh, it's the best decision I ever made a couple of them said um, on a call that I'm on in the morning sometimes and it was just alright cool everyone's no issues let's go right and then we just scheduled it and had it done
0: Gotcha. I wonder if I would have been maybe more, more vocal about the side effects that I experienced with birth control, if it would have changed the, the timeline of this, at least.
1: Yeah, I think it could have, could have uh, potentially expedited that for sure. Because, yeah, I mean, I know birth control has side effects, but I don't think I understood the list of them, right? <laughs> like, yeah, so you little sometimes you're a little moody, but, but it, you didn't seem to be miserable mm. but then when you learn about the sex drive and like and then that, that can actually have a lasting impact on our intimacy and our relationship and mm. like that that's more than just she's having a bad day So sure. their pills this is okay this is affecting our relationship uh in a way that i thought okay this what, what do i have to do let's just fix this
0: sure yeah i'm i'm very excited to get off of birth control i've been on birth control pills for almost 10 years now 2013 yeah so i i'm actually a little bit nervous to get off of them because i don't remember what a normal cycle for me is like i don't remember Mm. like what my moods are going to be like because i i know that i was horribly depressed (laughs) from like 14 to 20 but i was also in like bad family situations so i don't know if it was just that um i know that my periods were super super painful like Mm. Had to go home from work, kind of painful, could not stand, throwing up, kind of painful. So I've not had anything that bad with birth control. However, I've also had decreased sex drive. And it's not like I'd never want to have sex. Mm. It's just like I actually have to think about it. It's not just something that's always there for me, if that makes any sense to you.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I would not resent you if you decide to stay on it because... You get off of it and it's miserable mm. it's not like oh i did this for nothing you're going to be on birth control anyway that's i mean so if you need to stay on it to regulate your your menstrual cycle or just your own mental health or you need to try a different one that's perfectly fine too because they're not a hundred percent which we are we clearly aware of. so <laughs> i think just having this added protection so you need to do what's right for you and if that stay on it that's fine if it's get off it and everything works great that's fine whatever we have to do is fine
0: sure i'm i'm actually excited i'm excited to get i am nervous like Mm -hmm. i said but i am excited to be off of it it's just like one less thing to think about and i remember um, shortly after i had my abortion i was off birth control for a couple weeks but i felt like very energetic and very sexual and it was just great for us as a couple Mm -hmm. and great for me personally and then getting back on birth control, it was just like everything was kind of just brought down. Hmm. So I'm, I'm excited to, to just bring that back up. That was a really nice nice couple weeks for us. So, yeah, for sure. So are there any regrets that you have about your decision to be child-free, about getting a vasectomy or waiting to get a vasectomy, about anything?
1: No, I remember I, I, always, I always think to myself, like, well, would I trade places with them? And I remember there was one couple – that I thought for a moment, I was like, wow, like, I would love to trade places at least for a day or two with these <laughs> people. And then I looked back and I realized they were child free. Though what was cool is I was at a racetrack in California and the racetrack was completely empty, but there were two trailers there. And it was the gentleman I went to go visit and his wife's trailer with their race cars in it. And they had the track all to themselves. I was like, that's freaking awesome. Mm. But There were no kids around. They don't have children, which is probably why they can afford to rent out an entire racetrack just for the two of them to test out the new spec tire so they have an advantage <laughs> when the freaking uh, season starts. I'm like, holy crap, like, that's awesome. And so, yeah, I, I don't it's not like I have these visions of me with a child and I, my heart bleeds. Those I actually don't have those visions. Like, I don't have these fleeting visions of me. With, with a child, it just doesn't happen. If, I think if I had those, we'd be having a different conversation. We might not even be together. Mm. When I found out you didn't want to have kids, I got so excited. Hmm. I was like, oh, man, finally, because everyone I meet wants to have children. Yeah. Right? It's just like it's this is going to be the deal breaker because you can't have half of one. Right. You can't have one just for the for the female. And then I also saw a lot of marriages fail and they have kids. And now all of a sudden you have to see this person That you do not, you're not in love with anymore. You did not want to be with anymore. But now you have to see them forever. And I've had friends of mine, Abel who passed away. And his ex-wife tormented him. Mm. And that's the only word I can use. And she was able to do that because they had a child together. I don't think you and I are ever going to get divorced. You Mm -hmm. and I have been, I mean, this has been bliss for me. Me too. So I don't think that was going to be a problem. But again, like children complicated that scenario. For sure. And we have friends of ours now who are going through divorces with children and it just seems to add to that situation and not in a positive way.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree. Children just make everything complicated. Um, And if we ever were to split up, which for me has also been bliss, I have zero intention of going anywhere. You will have to fire me multiple times. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I'll have to be removed from the premises. But if we ever were to split up, It would just be a split and then we'd just be done versus, oh, well, I'll be here every other weekend to drop off our child.
1: And I want to be careful, though, because it sounds like we're really ragging on people who have children or the idea of having children. That's not that's not how I hope this comes across to people. But from the outside looking in, we might be hyper focused on the negative.
0: Oh, maybe so. And actually, I think that's absolutely positively true. Because I'm not, when I'm thinking about the decision to have kids, I'm thinking about kind of what I experienced growing up because Mm. I was the oldest and both my parents worked sometimes multiple jobs. So I was like the in charge, I was making dinner, I was getting people bathed, I was putting people in bed and that just does not freaking excite me. And I did not get like the good parts. I didn't get the the pride when your child brings home an A plus on their test or or seeing them in a football game or whatever. And I'm, sh- I'm confident that those, for parents, that those good things outweigh the bad, right? Really, because yeah. you have this intense love for this person that you have created. And I completely see that. But for me, I do focus on the negative. And for you, maybe that's that's true as well.
1: I think if you had a child, it might make you want to have another child because sure. you remember how amazing it felt. But I don't know what that feels like. Right. And I don't miss it. So, like I said, my decisions were different. I, I have different things that motivate me.
0: For sure. And like you said, I also want to be clear that I'm not trying to rag on anyone with kids. Right. I'm not trying to say that you're an idiot for having a child. You made a decision that was right for you. And that's perfectly fine. But I think that the decision to be child free is something that's not really spoken about from a woman's perspective or from a couple's perspective. A lot of times you just hear about the dude that just doesn't want to have kids and it's never the woman who doesn't want to have kids the couple mm. who have decided together that they don't want to have kids and have then taken steps to make sure that this doesn't happen to them and that's all i'm trying to do is just start this conversation about choosing not to have kids and it's okay like we aren't horrible dysfunctional people we just simply don't want to have children
1: yeah um <laughs> that's pretty, pretty much it. I, I yeah, we just have other things that motivated us, and, and that's true of a lot of a lot of people who put their careers first, mm. and it was more important to achieve some other goal than to have children, which is fine. I, I don't fault anyone for having them. I don't fault anyone for not having them. I'm more of a. It's your life, mm. so who am I to judge how you choose to live your life? Because I hope that you're not judging me for the decisions I've made to live my life. And I hope we don't get people to stop having babies after they hear this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really concerned.
0: I'm like, oh my, we're really... No, I... I honestly, I feel like if you want to have kids, then this will not speak to you. You might not have even listened to this episode. Fair. But if you don't want to have kids, you're like, huh, There's let me see. There's other people like me. Yeah. Okay. So, and I always... I, my previous ex, wanted kids so bad. And would not hear me (laughs) when I said, I do not want to have children. I just don't. And he would go about like the naming. This is what I want our kids' names to be. It was a whole thing. And I'm not going to talk about how dysfunctional that relationship was, but I think it's very ironic that he was naming our children, given this anyway. So to me, I was like, you know what? It might be bliss, like you said. But what if it's not? And what if I have the child, I go through the pregnancy, the labor, and then I'm like, oh crap. I did not want to do this. I've made a mistake, what do I do?
1: Yeah, and then, I mean the, as a as the male of that scenario, women go through so much during childbirth and some women do not survive childbirth. And that would wreck me. I mean, that would, I, there's nothing I would risk your safety for.
0: Yeah, I, I completely understand. And you don't have to worry about it because we're not going to do it. <laughs>
1: nope, nope, I'm all done.
0: All snipped up. Yeah. So is there anything that you want to leave us with? Any last thoughts?
1: I mean, it's your life. Yep. And we we all live with our the consequences of our decisions. So we'll just let people make their decisions and let people live their life. Yep. And don't force upon them societal views or someone else's path or what their parents did. or doesn't matter. This is my life. And I get to live it the way that I see fit. And I just hope everyone realizes that they do not have to cave to societal pressures, parental pressures, peer pressure of any kind. It's your life. Make the decisions that are best for you.
0: And I also want to iterate that that is true for everything. So I just encourage you, if you were listening and you're getting pressure from anybody, just Do what you genuinely want to do, not what anyone's telling you that you should do. So, on that note, (laughs) thank you so much for joining us this week. Of course. It's been really fun talking to someone else in this closet besides the wall. (laughs) Uh, Happy to be here. Thank you. If you like what you hear and you want to hear more, please consider leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. To stay up to date on future episodes and even to participate, follow the podcast on Instagram at your so quiet pod, Y-O-U-R-E, So Quiet Pod. See you next week. Okay, love you. Bye. <laughs>